for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Blab chat. Blab chat. Blab chat. chat. Nice and quick, nice and fast. One, two, three. Nice and fast. Blab chat. Yeah, Yeah, real quick. (laughs) With the quickness. Everything is black. Everything is black. Everything is black. What up? Everything is black. Yes, this is Blab Chat, all music production podcast. Um, I am a person that goes by the name of Jeff Staple. (laughs) I knew it. Chad Hugo. It was you the whole time. (laughs) Manny Pacquiao. Apple the app from Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> Manny Pacquiao was um, funny. What other famous Filipinos are there? Who was the one uh, that you joked uh, on the panel this weekend? I think I said Jeff Staple. No, or Chad you said Hugo. somebody oh, else. Oh, Jun, Jun Tao from Jun Rush Jun Hour. Tao. <laughs> yeah, the blonde hair. I'm naturally blonde. Fuck you guys. Uh, Welcome to Blab Chat. Um, I am Ill Mind. I'm here with uh, my co hosts. They're awesome. Yep. Alice. What up, Atlas the Plug, aka Mundo Beats? Mundo! What's going on? Beats, 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 beats. You can't come back. We to haven't that. done that in a while. No, we haven't. It's We're about to do that while. shit a lot more in a minute. Love Perfection. What's up? Perfection. What's going on? Hey. Blab Chat. What's up? What up? Glam. Glam's in the house. Can we turn Glam's mic up, actually? Is there a way to do that? I mean, it was fine to me just now. Let me turn turn you up a little bit. Yeah, turn her up a little bit. I'm fine. Yeah, turn turn Glam up a little bit. Um, But we're here, Blab Chat. This is episode 50. The big 5-0. And we do have 50 Cent. 50 Cent is in the building. (laughs) Not not specifically, he's not in this building. He's He's in in a building. Somewhere. (laughs) So somewhere, uh, we, we did say we'd get 50 on the 50th episode, but um, he's in another building right now. Yeah. So, But if he was in this building, then he would be in the building. Mm-hmm. He, re- he really wanted to be here, too. He, he really, really wanted to. He really wanted to. But um, He had to be at another building. There's, there's other other there's less, in, less important <laughs> yeah. things like Power and 50 yeah. Central, 50 BET. Central. Yeah. You know, way less important yeah. things. At another building. At another building. Yeah. So it's all good. <laughs> Shout to Fifth, though. They're still my favorite. Uh, but welcome to episode 50. This is great. Um, and like I said, uh, this is uh, all music production that we fuck with here and that we talk about. And a shout again, shout to all of our supporters. Mm-hmm. Shout to the subscribers. Mm-hmm. If you are not subscribed to this podcast, this is your first time listening to us. Um, definitely support us. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, hit us up on SoundCloud. If you're on SoundCloud right now, make sure you like repost follow soundcloud.com backslash blap chat b-l-a-p-c-h-a-t and uh leave some comments man you know like if you hear us uh bring a a cool subject up and start talking about something cool um you know hit us on the comment section and ask a question comment on your thoughts 
because uh, we want to know what you guys' opinion is on certain mm-hmm. things. Now, uh, this past week, uh, Atlas and I mm-hmm. uh, were able to attend uh, a few cool functions, and uh, we were able to link up with some uh, really cool producers, mm-hmm. uh, mostly up-and-comers. Yep. And um, it was very, very awesome. We met some cool peeps. Um, is that cool? Are you cool with that, Glam Peeps? I know you don't like abbreviations. <laughs> peeps is cool, right? right? You don't like a briefs. You don't like a briefs? Some cool peeps. Some cool peeps. peeps is not that bad. Peeps is not that bad. I've heard. Yeah, no, yeah. peeps is normal. Peeps yeah, peeps is normal. So we met, met some cool peeps, and, uh, uh, you know, they, they had a lot to, um, to ask. I think there was a lot of questions, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of different, various different, uh, production and, business related things that uh they wanted to know about so um atlas actually got hit up um by someone Mm -hmm. and they had they had a a cool point that they brought up so why don't you go ahead and tell the people what that is yeah sure i was talking with uh his instagram is the tyler august give him a little plug right there. okay there you go so shout out to that'll be 50 bucks there you go but he dm'd me we're chatting this morning big fan of the show um but he had a question and and i thought it was an interesting one i'm curious to see what you guys think so his question was, uh, and I'm reading it here, he says, I've been noticing songwriters offer on social media to do paid collaboration with producers. I've also had rappers ask for me to pay them to rap on my production. When, if ever, is it appropriate for a producer to pay to collab with a songwriter, artist, or another producer? So the question of if when is it appropriate for the actual producer to pay that person for that service whether it's a rapper hey um i want 16 bars from you Mm -hmm. um i'm a producer i want you to rap on my beat Mm -hmm. um i need to pay you to rap on my beat if you're a songwriter hey i want you to write to my beat or write a song to it sing to the song i have to pay you to do it and when that's appropriate Mm -hmm. interesting um why don't you guys what do you guys think I have a very, I have uh, a very deep opinion. strong opinion on this. Yeah, I'll let you, you guys, guys start because yeah? I have to kind of think what about do you think? this. You want to, you want to start I gotta off? Kick it off. Kick it off, Glam. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't know if it is appropriate. To yeah. be honest, um, it really depends. But even then, like, I just don't, I don't think that as a producer, and because here's another thing: am I coming to them or are they coming to me? And then, like, either way, why should there be bread until? Like something happened. Like I don't see that. Like so, it should just be a collaborative thing until something pops off on it, if it does. But just like leasing it, I mean, I guess it's kind of. A, I don't know. It's kind of mechanical to me. Like right. it's not really a way I would want to do business. Because if you gotta pay somebody to like do that, then it's not really. Do you not want real. some? Do you want to? Do you want somebody on your track that you have to pay for? And it's not to say that people should do this shit for free, but at the same time, if you and I are vibing or we're in the studio, like, I'm not going to charge ill. Right. Or be like, oh, yeah, like, that's 60, that's $100 a bar. Like, yeah. Like, get on your track. Like, it sounds, yeah. it sounds crazy. But I have seen producers who charge up-and-comers to collab. Yeah. Production-wise. So I do see that. For sure. That makes a little sense because you're up-and-coming. You know what I'm saying? It's a collaborative thing. This person has already had placement. So it's like a reputable thing where it's like, oh, I might, it's a, it's a lottery chance, but it's still, that's some, that's some, that's some work. It's right. Art. Right. Like just mm-hmm. like other, like. The other way stuff. around is a little yeah, weird. Yeah, no, I think it's weird. Yeah. I don't well, know if it's appropriate. I don't think it's appropriate. Right. Alice, what about I you, man? I say never. Never. In my opinion, because then it just becomes a transaction. It's like, yeah. if I have to pay you 
to fuck with me, like then you're not really fucking with Basically. me. You know what I'm saying? So right. I want someone who's going to be there organically. I want someone who's like there because they believe in, in, in exactly right. what I'm doing. I don't want somebody there because they're going to get a check or they're going to get paid. And once they get paid, they, they're not going to be pushing it anyway. You know, right. they're just going to exactly. take the money and they're going to run. You know what I'm right. saying? So, listen, I get it. You're an up and comer. You have no music connections. You're in a little town in the middle of nowhere. You can potentially get uh, someone by the, with a name to, to, to spit a 16 or do a song with you. Like, mm -hmm. I get why people would do it. Mm -hmm. But if, in me, in my opinion, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't do it. It's like, that's just weird to me. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's, 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 it doesn't even feel right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, this, this, it's funny because this goes back to um, a few conversations we've already had about, you know, the issue of charging. Um, and, you know, let's go back a little bit. And I want to bring up the idea of like being a, a producer and you have all these beats and you, you know, get an inquiry from a rapper who wants to buy a beat from you or a songwriter that wants to buy a beat from you. And um, obviously there's a huge market for that, right? Mm -hmm. We've already um, established that. You know, I think the idea of the reverse happening where a producer pays an artist to rap on their shit, I think it really just really comes down to leverage. Mm -hmm. You know, it comes down to leverage. If, um, if I'm an upcoming producer and I have no credibility, no placements, and me working with um a rapper who is established right i'll just i'll just set examples like let's say i have no placements yet right and i want to mm -hmm. i want a, a verse from wale right wale's the homie so shout out to wale i want a verse from wale wale is obviously a big artist mm -hmm. and i'm a small time producer um he has a right to charge me mm -hmm. for a verse mm -hmm. um i'm most likely gonna want that verse and use that verse for maybe my project mm -hmm. maybe um maybe i want to put it up on soundcloud and get some hits um but again in in doing that wale may or may not support the record mm -hmm. and so it's gonna benefit me a little bit but not as much it's not gonna benefit me as much as if wale fucked with my beats and really liked them enough to say yo like do some shit for my project too and I'll get you a verse and we could do a trade-off. Mm -hmm. And then when your shit comes out, I'll tweet it. Or when your shit comes out, I'll co-sign it. Or if you need to shoot a video for it, for your album, I'll come to the video shoot and I'll do my verse on the, in the video, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think once you, once people start charging money, um, shit gets funny, mm -hmm. you know? Shit just gets really funny. And if someone's trying to charge you for their verse, you have to really think hard about if that verse is gonna benefit you. And if it's not, well then it's just not going to be a worthwhile investment mm -hmm. right so the answer the, that's the long answer the short answer is that i don't think it's a good idea um unless unless you know that it'll help you in some kind of other way because that's just a money grab right there i think i think what you said El, is right on with the trade-off yep. it's like if if they really you know if they think you're dope and they really want to do something then they'll trade with you like okay let's barter something okay i'll do this for you you know, but then I'm going to, you know, I'll give you this track, but then I'm going to need you on this other track I have to have you in mind for. Okay, cool. That's Perfect. It. Let's do it. No it's the barter system. It's the barter system. Oh. Yeah. I love yeah. bartering. Bartering, bartering is, is great. It's almost better than money sometimes yeah. because of like the, the resources that people have. You can, um, yep. I think that's another way that people don't always think about. They're always like, oh man, I don't have any money. Or I don't have a budget. Always like out outsource or like mm -hmm. think of other things that you could provide somebody else that you feel like somebody has something you may need 
vice versa and like kind of see yourself with that exchange yeah yeah it's very 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 true very true i agree with you you? i agree with all of you i feel like kind of like what you said it's like a money grab you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's an opportunity to make a check off of someone and kind of like what glam said it just makes things weird like it doesn't feel organic doesn't feel like we are collaborating because we want to you know naturally it's because we can essentially get a check but yep. is that kind of like considered like work for hire in a sense in a way. It, it is it is you know what i mean On so i you... feel like it, you know for certain people that might be okay because it's like okay you're a producer i'm a songwriter and i know people who do this occasionally because they're like music is for you know it's their mm-hmm. life you mm-hmm. know they do this for a living mm-hmm. so it's like you know it's kind of like work for hire in a sense like okay you you like you want me to do let's say like a reference so to speak so like yeah yeah pay me for that i think reference of, you know i think the I mean? reference is is more of like the work for hire thing i yeah. think that you're talking mm-hmm. about i think in that sense it's it's, li- it's more right. appropriate yeah because you're not you've already accepted that you're not invested right. in anything that's happening and i think you that's just want the thing. my voice yeah i think yeah. that's the thing it's figuring out what what the relationship is between <coughs> you and the person the business relationship and what you're trying to do moving forward you know right. what i mean because like people do do work for hire yeah it's not always necessarily you know me rapping on your beat or it can be like yeah. you know you play the piano for me but it's yeah. you know I know there's people out there that do that because it's like what they do for a living like you know but I think like from a producer standpoint it's like you know you obviously want to do music with someone that you have a a connection with you want to build a vibe you want to you know something that's like long term right so you know I feel like yeah definitely you have to establish that and I I don't think you should do anything that feels like it's just a money grab unless that's what you want to do yeah Man, I'm so, it's so funny because as we talk about all this stuff, like beat leasing and charging for this, charging for Mm -hmm. that, the more I'm so opposed and turned off by the money grab thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, it's just not a long-term, it's not a smart long-term business move. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys need to get that through your head. Like, these little fucking money grabs for the immediate bullshit little money, trust me, I get it. $50 is a lot of money in some uh, circumstances and that shit adds up you know five hundred a thousand two thousand three thousand dollars of an ancillary income per month um is great that's paying rent and i understand that but that's just a quick and easy bullshit fucking like lazy like um, i don't have time to like invest in real people i want to collaborate with version and you're just gonna fucking lose eventually man i guarantee you you're gonna lose and what's funny is a lot of the times you can tell when it was a money grab like you ever go you ever go on like world star and it'll be like fetty wap and someone you never heard of (laughs) (laughs) and then then you watch the video it's a terrible low budget video yeah right fetty's verse is okay pretty dope okay i like i fuck with fetty i like him but like whoever else is on it you can tell like all these guys are hustling they saved up money and they got him for whatever 10 racks 15 racks he got the cash he came to shoot the video what are you saying but but here's the thing too here's the thing is when you do stuff like that even as an artist you're 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 bringing your brand yeah, down. That's yeah, that's a fact. It's like so obvious. He's like someone you, c- you never heard of. Yeah, that's Fetty Wap featuring <laughs> whoever, yeah. hot hot boy <laughs> MC rap, and, and, and they're terrible artists. Yeah. Like they're not oh even good. God. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you you can almost 
sniff it out a mile away. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's you know not, it's not yeah. popping. Preach, you can come in the film and like, if you, I know <laughs> they want to. Give us our shit. Yeah, I mean, you can give us a shit if you want to, dogs. Shout to Preach. He's, Shout out you know, to Preach. Preach. he hasn't Preach. been on camera Preach. yet. Say hello to the camera because Shout this, out to Cass this is Sound Cass Sound Lab. Lab. Sound Lab here in Brooklyn. Yeah, he, we use their beautiful space. This is not Atlas's living room. <laughs> no. Okay, this is not. This is not hey, our my hey, basement. He comes bearing okay. gifts. Hey, yeah, yeah. he comes bearing gifts. Man, Sweet. shout to preach. So, yeah, I think I think the I, I'm really fascinated, always fascinated by the money grab. Um, you know conversation mm-hmm. because i've been there i did it guys yeah. you're talking to a living breathing human being that's <laughs> done it mm-hmm. like i've sold beats to shitty rappers i've email exchanged with rappers who say hey Illmind, i want to do an ep with you five songs i'll paypal you five thousand dollars are you down and then i say yes i'm down and then i receive twenty five hundred dollars in paypal immediately and then i send him beats and then i get the other 2500 and then everyone's happy was i happy no. yeah well i was happy I, I had the money but then i did that shit for like two three four five years and i realized that i fucking just completely wasted my time mm-hmm. because out of all of the 100 or 150 independent rappers that i worked with i liked one of them and did you didn't post any of them either i liked maybe three Right. Um, And I don't even talk to them anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you've just cheated the system in getting an ill mind beat. Mm -hmm. Ill mind cheated the system in just taking your money. And we were supposed to be happy. Mm -hmm. But your career isn't thriving. I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm not really co-signing you guys anymore. Um you you your music didn't excite me in the first place mm-hmm. but i did you a disservice by giving you my beats and making you think that i fuck with you but all i did was get paid because you offered to pay me yeah. and i said yes so you guys understand why this is a conflict for most people and i bet you like in the future like now looking back at it you know with with some of these artists that you know you sold them to be 2500 5000 whatever it was and then like you look at their profile like to, you know today you'll look at it and they'll be like produced by ill mind grammy nominated da, 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 da. and then you're just like oh, God. it's like you know what i mean so it, it almost yeah. does like a disservice in the future you know yeah, what i mean it's like it's, like, it's kind of like what you were saying with like the you know World star, it's like knowing you never heard of. It's like cool. You have like the name that you know gives you a look, so to speak. But like, where where are you taking that, and where can you take that? Right. You, you know, know what it mean? is. You know because this song is most likely not good. I'm not saying all the right, songs aren't good. Right. Because it's like okay, you have a great Illmind beat, so it's like that gives you a look. Like oh, Illmind, so Illmind fucks with you. Right. Like oh, you know, oh, cool. Right. But then it's like when they look further into you as an artist, it's like it's just a look. Yeah, and then it'll be, and then they'll get Fetty on it, right? And then they'll go spend. I don't know what it costs now on World Star. Five hundred, a thousand, five hundred now. Damn, maybe like five thousand. Crazy. Damn, I remember when it was only like two, three hundred to get on World Star. But right. anyway, and then they'll put it on World Star, and they're like, "Yo, my shit's popping. I'm on World. I'm on the home the the homepage on World Star. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's it's just not authentic. It's not, man. It's not a good. Yeah. Not organic. Yeah. It's not organic. It's not, organic. not gluten free. It's not dairy-free. Um, donuts either. Yeah, li- listen, and I understand the idea that if you're a rapper and you need beats, 
it's way easier to just cut a check and buy beats and if you're a producer it's especially way, if you have the if budget. you're a producer it's way easier to just sell a beat here 100 here 50 here that's fine you're making a one-year salary that's amazing amazing mm -hmm. and then you do it for the first year it's great you do it for year two awesome year three great year four great year five great where is your career going exactly is, is this that, your job now dude, is your job so right. to just make beats all day and sell them to a bunch of people you don't care about if that's your thing mm -hmm. be my guest mm -hmm. trust me like if that brings you joy keep doing that but that's just not for everyone and it's especially not for me mm -hmm. that's why i'm so anti when it comes to that shit it's, it's almost like the easy way out it's like it is very it's, much it's like okay i have a let's just say it's someone with you know good amount of money 100 racks 200 racks whatever it is a million dollars or whatever when you have that kind of money and you haven't did gigs you haven't put yourself out there you haven't done any kind of like artist development in your own brand or done anything you just like oh i rap now mm -hmm. i'm gonna get this person on the track i have the money and you mm -hmm. think it's like the cheat code to get in because you got the 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 feature from mm -hmm. somebody and they think that that's gonna make them pop and like that's the backwards way of right. doing it it's like right. you got to do the legwork you got to start gigging locally right. you got to get out to these promoters the, the radio stations you know find other producers and artists to collab <laughs> with on your own not mm -hmm. buy your way in and I, without saying their name there's a few artists out there that's very obvious they bought their way in and that's why they're just like a blip. They came and made, might have had a little right. buzz and then they disappeared. Right. And listen, it, it, there's anomalies sometimes. Like if you feel like you're great, shoot your shot. Like uh -huh. if you have 10 racks in your account ready to go in your PayPal account and you want to get a verse, I'm, I'm making numbers up, and yeah. you're a producer and you want to get a verse from... From Glam. Uh, from, no, well, well, no, I mean, no, you can't yeah. get a verse from Glam. Versus exclusive. No, you can't get verses from Glam. No, you talk to me if you want to. You got to talk, you gotta talk to Ilmai. He's no. a man. No, but if you want to, let's you say you get, get a, a unanimous black first. Exactly. There I you mean, go. Let's say you, you have beats, you have a bunch of beats, they're mediocre, okay? Mm -hmm. And you have 10 racks to spend, you want to get a verse from a big rapper, I get it. You go to, I'll just say Uzi, you want to get an Uzi verse, mm -hmm. 10 racks, well, that's probably a lot less than what he charges. Mm -hmm. But obviously getting a verse from Uzi will help you, it mm -hmm. will get eyes. Um, you get it, you spend it, cool, you got it. Now what's what do you have after i mean what other options do you have after that i mean you put it up on soundcloud mm -hmm. you put it on uh you know TuneCore, yep. whatever it is maybe some people will find it maybe they won't maybe that gave you a little bit of exposure which it probably did mm -hmm. but nine times out of ten uzi is not tweeting that mm -hmm. he's uzi's no. not posting that on instagram uzi's not doing a show yeah. in your city and saying yo homie come through to the show vip so you come backstage Getting to know a guy like Uzi you might is not way even, more yeah, valuable. You might not even talk to him. You Uzi. might not even have yeah. speak yeah. spoke to him. Yeah, he might not even have one word to say to you right. other than and listen, on your guys, verse. Guys, I'm, I'm using Uzi just as, right. an, as an example, guys, but right. I'm not saying he charges 10 racks or this and that, and he won't do that. But just as an example, like when you buy your way into certain situations, just you, you're blocking yourself from really, you know, um, Connecting. connecting, really connecting. So that's what really, I think you can tell when a person like is not invested. If they don't, if they collab with someone and then like you don't see them tweeting about it or like them enthused about it, like you can kind of tell like this might have been arranged or yep. like I've seen, I've seen like up and comers who are like kind of have a buzz for themselves get like 
like I won't say who it was, but uh-huh. I saw this guy. Um, he had a song and he got Rick Ross on a verse, but like the verse was so throwaway, and like you could tell it was throwaway. I'm like, mm-hmm. it didn't do anything for yeah. anyone. Like you didn't hear Rick Ross talking yeah. about it. Like it was just like, oh, I have that. Yeah. But like you can tell it wasn't because they like mad and they were at the studio. Yeah. Rick Ross was like, I fuck with you. Like, nope. It See, like, it just always goes back to what we always say, right? If you're a producer, you got those beats. It always goes back to just the traditional route. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to get popping, you got to get to know these guys, man. And the funny thing is that I so know rappers. Can't buy your way in. I know rappers, very well-known rappers that have said to me, yo, at, yo, if you if you know anyone that needs a verse, you know, I charge X, Y, Z, and, you know, I'll cut you in a little. And basically that tells me, like, yo, they're just doing the money grab, and they just they just want the money. And that's right. it. They you don't, can't blame not them. Gonna, I'm not mad at it. You Listen, know? if I could get but 15. But this is, you know, this is a producer paying you know what you can do with 10 racks if you're a producer oh my god you know how much gear you can get and all kinds of stuff there's so much you know you can how do. much you can travel to like Oof. 10 racks 10 racks is two three trips to la mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how much connecting you can do in more LA? than oh. that if you're smart with two, your three, money four, five yeah i mean that's two three for me but yeah. <laughs> your big airbnb that. shout out to shout out to your airbnb out shout there in airbnb. la you know what i mean <laughs> three floors three floors <laughs> the black house but they're, no they're not supposed to know that uh, we can yeah, we can't let but them know, know about the black house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a different profile picture. I got a good rating on my Airbnb. It's, it's high up in the mountains, so they'll yeah, never yeah. find it. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But yeah, guys, just be smart with your money, man. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't waste 10, 15, 5, 20, 30 racks on just like a verse. You know, like you can invest more. Invest in your time, invest in mm-hmm. your skills, and like you got to be patient. Like this is the long haul. This is a, a marathon. Mm-hmm. Right, we say that all the time here. This is a marathon. So, speaking of this being a marathon, uh, we have a very, very amazing uh, special guest today. Again, not Fifty Cent. Fifty mm-hmm. um, is another building. Another but building. Yeah, we'll get them. We'll get them for maybe the hundred and fiftieth episode. But um, we have a very special guest. Uh, he is, and this is something that I'm excited about because we haven't had a guest like him on the podcast before, and uh, we had a lot, a lot, a lot of questions mm-hmm. regarding this particular subject. But we're about to uh, interview um, a man named Kier, and uh, he is the. Uh, not right now. If you he listen the, back to like episode yeah. forty, it was the last one. I think forty nine or forty eight. Forty eight. We were talking about we manifested this. We manifested this, guys. 48. So this is 48. this is no nothing new for all of our. Um, you don't have to call them yet. Yeah, um, this is nothing new for all of our um, regular listeners. But we did mention wanting to get uh, the music supervisor for the incredible, incredible show on HBO called Insecure. And uh, they just wrapped up season two. And uh, his name's Kier. He is the music supervisor for the show. And if you guys watch the show Insecure, you know that the music is on point. The soundtrack is crazy. Um, You know, Issa's um, uh, music taste is so Mm -hmm. great. And this guy Kier's music taste is so amazing. And uh, the entire team that's behind that. So we're gonna talk to Kier. We're going to pick his brain 
on the uh, music supervision side mm-hmm. of this shit you know what it takes to get your music to a guy like here how do you get your music on a show like insecure or any hbo show um is that lucrative you know who do you need to know mm-hmm. what's the right approach these are the types of things we're going to talk about with Kier. I can't wait to talk about um, all this stuff with him. Uh, and I think this is a huge topic for the production uh, community. So um, we're going to give Kier a call and uh, we're going to talk about this. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So we're here with the man, the myth, the man, the legend. <laughs> He's here. Kier, I don't want to say your last name um, uh, wrong. So my apologies, Kier. But uh, is it Kier, Kier Lehman? Lehman? Uh, yeah, Lehman. Lehman, That's cool. how my family says it, but it's German, so it should be Lehman. Okay, cool. Ah, yeah, see, I spent goes. some time. I was, I was, you did good. Good. Yeah. You did anyway, good. let's yeah. give a warm round of applause for uh, Kier Lehman. Hey. <laughs> welcome to uh, Black Chat, you homie. <laughs> yeah, welcome. It's, uh, it's cool to be here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, thank you for taking time out of your busy day, busy schedule. Mm-hmm. I know you're at the office right now, but... Uh, um, so we're here. I'm with my co-hosts, uh, Atlas the Plug. Hey, what's going on, Kier? Perfection. Hey, Atlas. Glam, Hello. how are you? Hey. <laughs> it always sounds so funny when we say it back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> down the line. Um, so, Kier, first of all, uh, once again, you know, thanks for joining us, man. You know, um, this podcast, we, uh, we talk uh, music production, anything that has to do with the art of music production and i'm really excited about um today i'm excited to interview you because you know music supervision and just the whole idea of producers having beats and music and all this music that exists and you know getting it from point a to b getting your music into this uh matrix of tv and film is usually a big challenge Mm -hmm. for a lot of us and for a lot of up-and-comers and there's so much great music out there so i just kind of want to start with um getting our listeners a little bit familiar with what you do and kind of you know what your specialties are so speaking to you briefly i know you have a a background in music production and you are Mm -hmm. um you do work in music uh supervision notably uh, one of our, you know, a mainstay favorite, one oh, of our yeah. shows, Insecure, Big time. Um, which the, yeah. everyone loves. Oh, yeah. And hilarious. the music is so fire. Yeah. Fire, fire, mm-hmm. fire. So you guys are doing an amazing job. So why don't you tell people a little <laughs> bit about you. what you do? Sure, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm a music supervisor for film and TV mostly. I also do some work on advertising. Um, and um, I, I, like, I guess. Starting with the, my background, I studied music in school, and I, my focus was um, writing music for media, so producing music for films and advertising and, um, you know, all kinds of different applications. So that's kind of what I studied in school, and when I graduated, I was kind of interested in being um, a composer or a music supervisor, and I'd always, I've always, like, been um, interested in discovering new music, and my father is a record collector, so I grew up with mm-hmm. a lot of different music around the house, and I had, once I realized and appreciated his music collection, um, I had that to kind of dig through and discover, and, um, you know, helped me, like, expand my musical knowledge and tastes, and I think the main thing he taught me was having an open mind about music, and so... Um, I've always just been interested in, in, in any different kind of genres and just always kind of curious about new music. 
And so um, that led me to this music supervision thing. And I, um, so basically my job is to work with directors and producers of TV shows and films to help them realize their vision musically. So I help them kind of, you know, it, it depends and some people need more help than others. So like on Insecure, for example, like, Issa already had a vision of like the music in the show is going to be like this. It's going to be dope. It's going to be fresh. It's going to be Los Angeles heavy, and it's going to be you know featuring new and undiscovered artists. So you know that was kind of my direction, and then I take that and I just try to expand on what she's already doing. Um, sometimes directors or producers need a little bit more help in figuring out what the sound of their project mm -hmm. is so wow. you know um like a film that i worked on like 22 jump street was a film i did and mm. we were trying to the directors and producers were trying to figure out like well what is the sound of college right now mm. so what are college kids listening to and at that point a few years ago it was you know edm music so we right. made that soundtrack edm heavy we had diplo on in the movie as playing himself as a dj <laughs> um Tight. so that's that's an example of where i can come in and like help to shape the whole thing from the beginning and figuring out like what the sound is that's so cool because um, it's like it's part of it is very creative mm -hmm. i mean you're not just like shifting through a bunch of tracks and emailing and saying <clears throat> hey pick a you know pick whatever you want mm -hmm. out of these 40 tracks you're really getting in there having conversations with these people mm -hmm. and really sort of even like guiding the ship a little bit yeah. on the sonic texture of yeah. that particular show that's awesome that sounds yeah. like a lot of fun <laughs> I actually, yeah it is it is a lot of fun who yeah. uh who who writes the raps for isa on the show does yeah, she write oh, them that's a good question Is Issa writes the rap. Wow. Yes. 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 Hey, man. She's so dope. She's fire, oh, man. She's the best. <laughs> she just embodies. She I think she there was a couple... Yeah. There's a couple where she had co-writes like Broken Pussy. She oh, co-wrote yeah. with Larry Wilmore. Broken Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> she just embodies everything that's just mm. super amazing with the universe. Like yes. she's just so yeah. amazing. <laughs> what I really she like does. though is that you guys didn't only keep it like too mainstream. You know, with mm -hmm. like the music, it kind of like you said, it gave you know up and comers like an opportunity. Yeah. You know, and I think the show yeah. kind of like took off and became huge to the point where it kind of is you know mm -hmm. mainstream in a sense with that so it allows those up-and-comers to get a big platform you know yeah. what i mean and yeah i think that's what makes the show so cool too mm -hmm. like yeah. I'm, i think getting up-and-comers and getting that fresh new sound mm -hmm. is what gives a, a fresh new sort of like um brand to mm -hmm. that particular yeah. show right. like it's just i was yeah. so excited yeah, to hear like amir obi on there yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah. yeah, it's easier to, like, pick the obvious songs or the bigger artists and, you know, people know the songs and, they, you know, sometimes that is what is called for. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we definitely wanted to make a sound, our show sound like no other show. We mm -hmm. wanted to have our own sound. So when you watch the show or when you hear the music of the show, you're like, oh, yeah, that's insecure. Mm -hmm. I have, I have a, um, a very interesting question. I think, you know, in your opinion, just from your experience, and it doesn't have to be for Insecure in particular, just sort of open-ended any show or project you worked on, how, how often do you run into sort of like the challenge of 
maybe the the politics getting in the way of certain things you know where it's like okay we have this like nationally syndicated show and we have you know x amount of dollars in our budget maybe you know some of that money is allocated to some of the bigger records quote mm-hmm. unquote and you know some of that money is maybe allocated to new and up and coming artists and obviously you know if you're an up and coming rapper or singer and you have like you know 100 soundcloud followers and all of a sudden you're on a show like insecure and you're getting that promo how 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 complicated does that get is that something where like politics sort of come in and it's like okay well we sort of have to like tread lightly when it comes to up and coming or is it easier like how how does that work into everything um i think like that yes it does become an issue on a certain projects like if you're if you if it's a big broad project that they want to appeal to like you know the biggest audience then they're like they want music that either everybody knows or everybody would that would appeal to the most people so then it's harder to kind of sell them on an, uh, an undiscovered artist or an independent artist and you're, you know when they may be, haven't heard that name before but it's still good music and it still works great in the scene or for this project um, and there's only kind of so much you can do to kind of tell them like oh but he's you know if we put him in he's going to be huge we could be part of like you know starting this artist mm-hmm. career or you know in a couple of months this song is going to be huge and it's going to be on the radio it's going to be everywhere you just don't know their name yet but like eventually it's you know it just needs you know it just needs that right connection or that right context to like make this thing blow up um and sometimes it's just like yeah we don't care like we want something that we know already right right <laughs> and it's so interesting what's really interesting. cool too um with you know i'm just talking about insecure right now and i know you do a lot of work uh when you have the musicians and the uh, like upcoming artists, like I saw Luke James, I saw Sid, and you know, and they're playing like Love Interest and DJs, and then you have like people wearing the rap a lot hoodies, you know what I mean? And it's just like, so it, it's really cool to see. It's like not only are you picking the music for this thing, but you guys are like bringing in the characters and just it's kind of bringing everything together visually and then sonically mm-hmm. at the same time. Is there going to be a season three? Yes, there's definitely going to be a season three. Very cool. Hey, hey! Very, very cool. Sounds so, so yep. fun. How much yeah. in advance do you guys like choose what songs go like on an episode or things like that? It's not that far in advance, especially this year. We were we had a very tight schedule, so we were kind of finishing episodes only like a few weeks before they would air wow. uh, yeah. on TV. So. Um, but we are obviously like working on an episode over a few weeks also. So like it starts as the editors start cutting it together when they finish shooting and they start putting in music that is sometimes just temporary to Mm -hmm. like, as they're working to make a rough draft Mm -hmm. and then we refine it and we replace things. And, you know, so we kind of work on an episode maybe over like three or four weeks, um, before we finish and then, they'll air like two or three weeks later hmm. right 
Which leads okay. to cool. which leads to uh, the next question, which I'm sure you get a ton of, yep. and I'm sure the listeners, uh, you know, mostly music producers that we have on the show want to know, is where do you go find this music? Like, where can they send music to? Is there, like, sound libraries? Um, you know, uh, SoundCloud? Is it word of mouth? Word of mouth, yeah. through friends? Like, how do you usually find the stuff? Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of those things. Um, I, you know... I get pitched music all day long from every record label and publisher, right. um, you know, managers, artists. Um, and then I also, you know, just read music blogs, mm -hmm. magazines, websites, Twitter, Instagram. You know, I follow artists and magazines and just kind of see, like, what people are talking about. And, you know, if there's an artist that's collaborating with somebody or they're talking about somebody, um, you know, I want to, I'll check that out and see, you know, oh, if I like this person and they're working with this person, then, that, you know, maybe I'm going to like that. Um, and um, so, you know, just kind of a lot of different places. And then, of course, I have friends and I have relationships with, you know, people in the music industry, mm -hmm. if they're managers or agents who represent independent artists um, who I trust and people that I've over yeah. the years, like, mm -hmm. built relationships with who are, I know that. Um, I can trust like what they're going to be sending me is going to be something I'm good, right. probably going to be good or something I'm interested in because mm -hmm. they already know me, they know how I work. And so it, it kind of has, there's a shorthand there because mm -hmm. I get so much music and there's obviously so much music out there that there's only so much time to listen to mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, that I kind of have to pick and choose like where I go. I love that because that just confirms uh, a lot, a big topic that we mm -hmm. talk about on this podcast a lot is relationship. Relationships, yeah. relationships, like, relationships. Like relationship is, is everything. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, prior to speaking to you, here, we were, um, you know, we talked talk a little bit about like syncing and, and licensing music. You know, I've, I've synced a few things here and there, not too crazy, but every, um, mostly every sync opportunity is really uh, born from some type of a relationship right. with uh, someone like you here, or like mm -hmm. a, 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 a music supervisor that's sort of partially or fully in control of, you know, um, the music of that particular show. And it gets really complex because I think a lot of the, um, especially the up and coming music community um, sort of have this, you know, their own sort of different idea of how to break into the TV and film thing. And it, it seems so, it's like just such a uh, an under the radar still thing where it's like not fully understood on how exactly can I get my beats on you know love and hip hop or mm -hmm. like yeah. keeping up with the Kardashians and so like from your experience just just like as a music supervisor what would be some you know bullet points of advice for yeah. you know a, 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 an upcoming producer with a lot of great beats um, not too many connections um not too many followers on social media but someone who's got some really good yeah. music that they want to pitch what 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 are some you know helpful hints you can have there yeah so the relationship thing is important for sure mm. i think um you know there are people there's music libraries who kind of aggregate you know a lot of music and have you know every genre and instrumental tracks and vocal tracks and you know they just kind of Usually it's like a buyout situation where they'll buy out an artist and then, mm. you know, include their music in the library and make it really easy. And so, you know, we, they know the supervisors, supervisors know a lot of the libraries and so they, and they make it really easy for us to use the music and usually it's really affordable and that's an easy process. And that's one way. 
So libraries. Um, so so getting your music to the actual into the actual libraries. Yeah, like Got production it. music libraries. Got it. And, can, and can that you, can be can, something can, that. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, go go ahead. ahead. No, no. I was gonna say, can you name well, one just, or two that people can find? Um, can to? Yeah. Well, like extreme music, um, APM. Um, where else do I go? Uh, who else do I use? I mean, those are kind of two of the bigger extreme ones. Extreme music, APM, um, and APM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those are big ones, but there's a lot of them out there, um, and. You know, they're they're like you know, it could be an advantage to obviously be placed with a bigger one because those are kind of the go-to places. Um, but they also have really big catalogs, so you could get lost in. Yeah, in their that's what numbers. I was like. Right. That's why. What's interesting to but me that, is like your background mm-hmm. with like music, you know, creatively. Yeah. Like you know, doing production and things like that. I'm sure, aside from like the relationships you have and you know the music that's pitched to you, you kind of you know with your own ear kind of can hear what kind of flows with the show and certain episodes based off of even your background in music production. Do you feel that that can? Oh yeah, I think it helps a lot, and it's not something that's necessary. Like there's a lot of music supervisors that don't play instruments and don't read music and don't understand how it gets made. Um, But for me, I think it's an advantage because Mm -hmm. I, I understand the process. I understand how it gets made and I can communicate well with composers and songwriters and producers about the music that I want for my projects and explain, you know, if I want something created original for something, you know, I can really get into details of like what the sound is and how, you know, we want to create this. Right. Um, so, you know, I think, and, and obviously in, in being able to understand how things are recorded and how they sound and making sure that, you know, if it's an independent artist or somebody, you know, who doesn't have, you know, hasn't released officially, you know, or have their stuff professionally mastered and recorded and mixed, that I can kind of help, you know, decipher that and explain what needs to be done if it needs to be fixed or something. Here, have um, you have you ever pitched your own music on the low? I, I was just <laughs> thinking because, the same question. You know, like hey, uh, like under a different name with like different publishing. <laughs> like, let me throw that in the batch. Um, I, I don't do that on my own projects, but I have friends and stuff. So, like, if I've, in the past it's been like a friend has come to me and like, hey, I need something for this project I'm working on. You know, do you know anybody who could make something <laughs> like, like sure. this for me? And I'd be like, oh, I could probably make I could that. Probably make like, it. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. That's yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's cool. great. What? So, Kira, I want to ask days, you. These yeah. days, I'm too busy to do that. So right. I don't. Right. Listen, I can't even imagine how much music you're probably listening to every day, which is good and bad. I mean, if you're a big music fan, I mean, how fun is it to just like Mm -hmm. listen to like fresh new music that like no one's ever heard? And it's like you find those diamond, those diamonds in the rough sometimes. And then see it on the show when it plays. It's just like, wow. Yeah. Has there ever It is. And that is rewarding. Like seeing it at the end is really rewarding. But I do have to say like, that's not like the majority of my day is not spent doing that Uh, see that's the misconception yeah like you know those memes where you see where like you see the memes where it's like the uh big big time dj what they think i'm doing yeah what my parents what my parents think i'm doing my friends think what i'm really doing i have a question was there ever a song that you guys um wanted to place on an episode or have placed on an episode that you kind of got pushed back from other people like nah that shouldn't be on there we should, you know, consider another song. 
Um, I don't. I mean, yeah, for yes, there's definitely those times when it's something that like maybe I really like it and the director really likes it. Um, but then there's some other producer or somebody at the studio or network that doesn't see the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so we'll have to either redo it or find something else that's kind of, you know, makes everybody happy. Right. Um, and that definitely happens, happens often. And it's, you know, it's, it's something like, like on Insecure, like pretty much, you know, whatever Issa wants, that's, what right. ends up in the show yeah. um, and of course like Melina and Prentice who's a showrunner Melina's the producer director they also have opinions and weigh in and want certain music in the show and there'll be conversations about why something you know we don't somebody doesn't like something or mm-hmm. you know Melina will just want to make sure that we're doing the best you know right. and that we all love it that's kind of like the criteria is like we all have to love the music in the show every yeah. time and that's great I and, mean that's what you want to yeah. happen I mean it's very similar to like um, being an artist on a major label and like getting clearance for like album songs right mm-hmm. you want your A&R to be on board you want your manager to be excited you want the president of the label to be excited quote unquote right. for the most part you know mm-hmm. what I mean and so and that, that and that goes to show like how HBO is really you know they're really supportive of their creative people like they let them do their version of what they want to present and they don't really get in the way very much you right. know which is awesome right how often are you um and again this is just open ended not necessarily for insecure but how often are you guys um sort of like sending uh, PSAs out on like, hey, we need this particular kind of song, um, as opposed to just listening to a bunch of submissions and kind of feeling it out that way. Because I know a lot of the yeah. TV film stuff is, hey, we need a 120 track BPM mm-hmm. like dance track similar yeah. to like Black Eyed Peas. Right. You, we have totally. 30 days. So uh, how how often is that a part of um, what you do? That's pretty often. You know, I think. Word. You know, I also I work on a lot of projects, so some projects, you know, are it's stuff that I've already I can just go through my library, my playlist, and like that's easier. And some things where it's like uh, they may be looking for a piece of music that like I don't usually have in my library or something I'm not as familiar with um, that genre, or I need like something within a certain budget. Also, like I need to know before I send this to my producers, I need to know I can clear this music at a certain budget level mm-hmm. so that if they like it I, I can afford it and I'm not going back to them saying oh I know you like that song but we actually and I pitched it to you right. but we actually can't afford it um, so right. so that's something where that comes in handy where I can reach out to a bunch of labels or agents and say like hey I'm looking for this and I have this budget what do you have that will work right. um, and that I just want to circle back to this to the conversation before about the how to get your music to music supervisors yep. Um, because I think this is an important part of the of the conversation. Oh, yes. Um, and the, the music library thing is like one way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are also agents who represent independent artists mm-hmm. and pitch their music to music supervisors. Mm-hmm. So okay. they will maybe they'll work with a la- an independent label and you know pitch all their artists or they'll selectively choose different artists that they feel like have a potential to work for film and TV. So I have relationships with a lot of those people as well. 
and um, you know I may not want to do a music library piece but I may not have a lot of money I want to help an independent artist and I want so I'll reach out to those kind of people and ask them like hey I've got you know a couple thousand dollars and I need a hip-hop track and I need to be fun and upbeat and no curse words and right. you know if it talked about partying that would be great and so you go um, to the agents for that stuff great yeah so the agents i'll reach out to a few of them and you know see what i can get back from that um and then there's also people that of course like reach out just directly on twitter or on instagram and just hit me up and say hey i've got a, you know i've got a bunch of music i think it'd be great for insecure um, you know, mm-hmm. how can I like, send it kinda, to you? Kind of like somebody um, uh, I know sitting next to us over yeah. here. Kind of like Actually, how we tweeted okay. you about Blab Chat. <laughs> did we, did yeah. we tweet Yeah, there was exactly. a couple of your fans yeah. tweeted. One well, of, I do, one yeah. of our listeners, yeah. I do have to tell, tell this story. So yeah. I do have a project. My name's Glam. Hi. Yeah. Um, Hi. Uh, <laughs> my project just came out not too long ago, and I kept getting these tweets, you know, from supporters on Twitter, like, hey, like, this song needs to be on Insecure, like, what's up? And they would be adding, like, Issa, they'd be adding HBO. So I screenshotted just, like, maybe two weeks ago a tweet of a supporter uh, tweeting me, like, saying this, and everyone started tagging Issa in it. And um, basically, yeah, I would like to send you some of my music. I would love for you to listen to it just because not only do I feel like, of course, it would be a fit, but now it's, like, kind of a... A movement. Confirmation. <laughs> it's yeah. a confirmation yeah. online, and it's, it was a really but organic But it's funny reach. because when I saw that tweet, I was like, you know what? That's a fact. Yeah. Like, I feel the vibes. I, I was like, evaded. that's true. I'm from Cali. Yeah, you're I'm yeah. from Cali. Uh, I make all my beats. I rap. I sing. I do everything. Perfect. Yeah, Glam yeah. is great. Yeah, like, no, it's, 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 uh, so wild be because, great. it's so wild because Glam, Glam is, uh, you know, she's our co-host on, on the podcast, but, like, she's just, like, a super dope artist. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. she's one of my favorites, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, we had a whole yeah, we had a whole so conversation cool. about that on one of our podcasts. Yeah, and one of did. our listeners was like, did. "Yeah, I that. but Kier, I think I that's so that cool. I think it's so great that you like interact with like you interact on Twitter yeah. and like, you saw the yeah. tweet and then we DM'd each other and now you're on the show. Yeah. I think that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I love yeah. It. Well, I want. I mean, I think there's a lot of talented people out there that don't have you know the same connections or you know don't know how to get to people like me which i totally mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. um and i you know and i love discovering those artists that are out there that are talented and just need a platform and you know try to need to get their stuff heard in some context you know so mm-hmm. i i try to listen and i would say one thing about that hitting me up on twitter <laughs> is like Obviously, I get hit up a lot. I have so much music coming. I don't have a lot of time to spend yeah, like tweeting, uh, tweeting people or going back and forth about how to send me the music yeah. and if you can or can't or whatever. Like my advice would be just put the link in the tweet. Just be right. like, here's my yeah. music. So don't check say, it don't out. Check it. Don't Make say it check super easy. Oh man, you know yes. everybody's gonna start spamming uh, your mentions yeah, now that yeah. you said that. That's where I'm getting mine yeah, in you're, right you're now. You're about to get bombarded, bro. <laughs> yeah. Now, what I think it's what I think is very very interesting is the fact that there's like such a big process when it comes to selecting the music yeah. for these you know types yep. of projects because I'm sure there are people it out is. there that just think you're like, oh, this is a cool song, put it in the background versus mm-hmm. like what yeah, you guys yeah. really have to deal with. That's like a whole other thing aside from even filming the show and mm-hmm. figuring out all of that. Yeah. It's yeah, so for sure. I mean, there's obviously a lot of people that help or that are involved in making the decision. You know, there's Issa, there's Melina, there's Prentice, there's editors, there's me, 
there's executives at HBO, you know, they all check it out, and if, they, if there's something they don't like, they're going to say something. Um, and then, of course, I have to get live to license it. I have to get the rights. I have to yep. make sure I can afford it. Uh, I have to track down all the writers. So that's another mm-hmm. thing I just want to say is, like, mm-hmm. if you're submitting music to somebody like me, make sure that it's all, like, Samples. figured Samples. out as far as legally. Like, make sure yeah. your splits are all figured out. Make sure there's no samples, or if there is a sample, Make be upfront sure, yeah. about it and yep. get it cleared, mm-hmm. or take it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I was just gonna bring that up next because we, I've had yep. a couple of debates with some people. Like, yo, you know, a sample, you know, it don't matter. Tell them, listen, if you, you want to get stuck, try, the best thing you can do as a producer is just try to not sample. Yeah. Try to stay away from it as much as you can. Even interpolations. Right, mm-hmm. like yeah. interpolations, yeah, right. you can really, yeah. you still need to clear those. Clear it. Yeah. Ha- yeah. Have there been yeah. any and projects? I, I mean, I understand, like, yep. obviously sampling is a huge part of hip-hop, so it's For not, sure. like, yeah. something that's going to go away, mm-hmm. but it's just part of the business side that I have to deal with that it needs to be handled. Exactly. Yeah. Is exactly. that your favorite, like, genre, hip-hop? Uh, probably, like, hip-hop and R&B. Um, I'm a big, like, jazz fan and funk and soul like you know 60s 70s um r&b um i also you know love electronic music Mm -hmm. and um you know classic rock i'm a big classic rock fan so you know it's it's a a lot of wide range yeah Yeah. has there been any it is have there been any project that you like have watched or you know that you're like wow i wish i would have been a part of like that music selection um recently uh master of none is uh-huh. probably my favorite thing uh-huh. on tv that i didn't work on <laughs> let me um, let me ask you something if Ke- if if Keir, uh lehman was the music supervisor for game of thrones uh-huh. what would what would the music sound like on that <laughs> Um, the funny thing is that there's like a Game of Thrones uh, Spotify playlist, which is oh, made up of all this music that's not in the show. Oh, oh that's it's cool. It's just like things that, that I guess are kind of inspired by the show. And yeah. so it's like all over the place from like Kanye's power <laughs> to like Led Zeppelin, yeah. uh, Jay-Z, like, you know, just kind of massively powerful that's funny. Um, Uman is so excited. Know, so I, He's about to like run and like, like listen to that right now shit. On I'm so excited. I'm, I'm just a, I'm a throner. Game of Thrones guy. I'm officially a throner. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Throner. Throner. I don't know what a throner is. I just made that up. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. No. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was, I was saying it's, it's so cool. You know, um, having Kier on on the episode because you know him being a music producer originally in his career mm-hmm. i think is going to inspire a lot of our listeners right. yep. who are music producers who are like running around trying to get placements <clears throat> they're like freaking out they have no money you know they live in their mom's you know basement or studio apartment or whatever it is but there's like other ways you know things that you can do kind of like here did is moving moving into the music director thing and i know you briefly spoke about it earlier but like how'd you like, how did you make that transition? Like, where'd you go? You know, did you meet the right person and they caught you like an internship? Like, how did all that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I graduated from school. I grew up in Los Angeles and I went away for school and I came back when I graduated because I always knew from when I was really young that I wanted to work 
in music somehow and was really interested in the music business and thought I would work at a record label maybe um, or be a composer and I was trying to figure out you know where what what to do and I I did try a few internships I had interned at a record label um, and I interned um, I worked at a record store when I was in high school and college um, and when I so when I graduated and I came back home I kind of mentioned to somebody that I was interested in music supervision and they knew a music supervisor and connected me with that person. And so I talked to that music supervisor and they said, oh, you know, come, come to the office, come meet us and talk. And I went and, and met uh, her partner and he, um, I, you know, played him some of my music that I produced, talked to him just about my background and um he was like oh cool like we you know we could use some help around here why don't you come and intern for us and mm. so that was how i started i started as an intern coming in three days a week and was just ba like filing cds and mm. importing like at that time we were starting a digital library because he my mentor at the time he was like you know had a good foresight to see where things were going and mm. that cds were you know we had this, this amazing way like if we had it all digital all this music is accessible right away uh, a lot easier than having to burn a cd at the time which mm, is what we right. were doing um so that was my job was like filing cds and burning them and importing them into the Crazy. library and wow. creating the digital library and that's what i would spend my whole day doing but i loved it because i had access to pretty much any music that i wanted on you know recorded music i could call people and ask them to send it and they already had a huge library of cds and i could get tickets to shows and all this stuff that was like the perks were amazing um so i just loved working there and he ended up hiring me full-time eventually and then i spent about five years working uh at that company um just kind of paying my dues and learning mm -hmm. as i went and by the time i was ready to leave i was handling shows on my own um, you know, with him kind of overseeing it. So that was like the beginning of how I got into it. Was that wow. like your first, was that like your break, would you say, like your first kind of big break? Definitely, like as far as getting into it in the yeah. beginning, yeah. And that was just like, you know, this connection, but then, and then, but then already kind of being in a place where I knew, like I understood the process, I understood how, you know, licensing and how, publishing and record labels worked and so i already knew a lot of music industry stuff it, you know to to kind of just jump into it so i think it was definitely like an amazing opportunity and then i just took advantage of of that that's great i mean it's a marathon that just confirms again marathon yeah. it's a marathon just takes years yeah. years 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 and what i really like oh, about yeah. what you're doing is like it widens your range of like knowledge of music and what's out and what's current you know you you did csi was that yeah, that, well, that was where I started when yeah. I worked for that supervisor. We did the CSI shows. Nice. So that was kind of, that was the first project that I started learning. I must admit, uh, I'm like a CSI fanatic. <laughs> like, yeah, I actually went to school awesome. for forensic science. Like, oh, before wow. I, oh wow, yeah, very very different from what I'm doing, right? Yeah, like That's when funny. I graduated high school, I was such into forensic science. And um, yeah, I went to John Jay for that. Hey, wait, hold on, I got something for you. <laughs> and I used to, you know, I used to always get the, you know, typical. Oh, you watch 
it's too much CSI when like they find out I was studying forensics exactly there's no No such such thing thing. Mm -hmm. like there's never enough CSI but but how was that like you know finding music for that particular show because that's like a whole different kind of totally different texture feel and texture yeah for sure that was you know we we (laughs) more broad for sure because that was like the biggest show out at the time um and we so we would feature like bigger songs maybe at the opening of the show um and there was usually like a rock song or like an electronic Mm, kind of song or maybe something a little more poppy and then um but we had these my favorite part was that they would have the montages where they were analyzing the evidence in the lab and so it would just be like somebody looking at someone's toenail or some blood splatter <laughs> oh, or God. something. And we Long would, violin. it would just be like a minute of silence. So we would play music over it and we would really lean into like European electronic beats. Wow. And it was like mostly a lot of instrumental stuff. So it was like, you know, experimental beats and, you know, electronic stuff that um, so we would different. play. And so we kind of, got to be known as this place where like th- there weren't many places using this music especially on a big tv show yeah. um so we were digging for just like you know really interesting independent producers that yeah. made cool tracks so all those um, all, all, all the, all the basement, hardcore yeah. edm song while they're examining so that that community those yeah. let's face it i mean the chances are that a lot of these guys making that those beats back then they were in their basement, man. Mm-hmm. Messy hair. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> like, people hate, I can't. I don't do Greasy. rap music. Like, people hate my music. And they got their big break. Man. No, man. But that definitely makes me want to look back and, like, yeah. now. Listen to it. I'm going to analyze yeah. all of the music on CSI yeah. moving forward. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so fun. You're going to be laughing when yeah. you hear that long violin in the background yeah. and, like, a thing. Oh God! We have we have these sad effects and shit. But Kira, you know what sucks? I know you mentioned you wanted to join us for Blapper Crap, but we we we're trying to figure out how to do that, but we can't do it over the phone, which sucks. Oh yeah, I know. I figured that might be a yeah, problem. Yeah, I was like, man, maybe if I patch Kira through my <laughs> iTunes and somehow do it, I can't do it. But uh, maybe one day. Maybe oh, good. If he's ever in New, York, in New York. If, if you're in New York and, and you don't have shit to do and you got you know, <laughs> have a little fun, listen to some music, we'll definitely set that up. That'll be fun. But um, here, so man, good. this is such an awesome convo, man. Um, I think a lot of our, our listeners will definitely appreciate uh, a lot of the jewels you dropped. Um, you know, the music supervising thing and just the licensing aspect is such a huge topic mm-hmm. in our community. There's the hundreds of thousands, maybe even a million, yeah. you know, producers globally that just have all these beats, so much music. Um, yeah. And uh, it's just waiting to be placed or pitched. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just want to try to pay it forward with the info and help them figure out how to go about doing it. Yeah, too. And yeah. It's, it's interesting because, like, that's a whole different um side of the music Mm -hmm. that i think people don't pay attention to like sometimes people are so you know prone to want to work with major label artists and big artists where like you never know if you have something you know in your library right now that would work for that kind of show true you know what i mean like anything yeah for sure and people make can make a living just doing things for 
film and TV. Yeah. Yes. Like, Facts. you can make a good living doing it. If mm-hmm. you get in with the right connections and you are, you know, obviously professional and do a great job. Um, but, you know, once you have that kind of relationship with a supervisor, you know, they'll, they may come back to you year on year again and or every other project or whatever, you know, they're, if, if you deliver and, and show that you can, you know, give them what they need um, and you are easy to work with and, and kind of understand the process, then, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a good, you know, there's a, you can do, you can make some good money doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know some people that are yeah. six oh. figures a year, mm-hmm. jingles and oh, yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Killing it. Really amazing. Yeah. So it's definitely something good to, you know, but not another way to just keep in mind of like how to support yourself and still get to do music. I love yeah. it. Um, this is great. Love it. This is a know, great interview. Really I love so. it. Love it. Well, Kim, yeah. man, um, man, we are so, so looking forward to all of the projects you're working Absolutely. on. Um, what are, what other projects that you can legally talk about you're working on now aside <laughs> from, uh, aside from insecure, any other things we should look out for? Um, what's other, I'm about to, I'm starting on, um, the black lightning, which is a superhero show for CW. Awesome. Um, which is going to be fun. It's going to be some great music in that, um, as well. I do, um, show called the Mick on Fox and another show called last man on earth on Fox, which are really fun. Nice. Um, and then I've got a movie that I'm working on. I just finished the Lego Ninjago. So that comes out this weekend. Nice. Um, Another movie called A Spy Who Dumped Me with Mila Kunis and um, Kate McKinnon. Nice. Um, I like Mila. And so there's, there's some other ones that I can't share yet, but yeah. there's a lot of fun stuff going on. So Star Wars. Um, I'm oh, lucky. Uh, are you the one? Did. Star Wars? <laughs> do, you have, do you have a Star Wars-like sound in there? I don't. I'm trying to look for one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Star War-er, right, Glam? Yeah. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I'm a star I have one last. Game of Thrones. I have one last throner. question. I, who, I forgot left. Who yeah. are you listening to right now? Who's yeah. like on your playlist? Oh. oh, that's the hardest question. Like just, just like everyone. <laughs> yeah, like Top just, two. Top just when you're away. like in the Uber, you know, yeah. headed to the office or whatever. Like, um, I just I, I'm I'll just say like because obviously tons of music all yeah. the time and yeah. it's like random things for projects that I'm working on so it's not always like that's another thing it's like not always like what I would listen to for pleasure but it's things that I need to find for a project or something like that Um, but there's something and I think that your your audience would probably appreciate this one Um, I just heard this artist a couple days ago I think I'm going to pronounce it right but I think it's Iznik and it's Mm. I-Z-N-I-I-K interesting just like really crazy dope beats that's kind of samples and just a mix of like all different kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, I think I read the review that mentioned like kind of sounds similar to Avalanches, mm-hmm. um, but more like electronic than that. Cool. Um, so that was one thing that like kind of got me excited recently. Isn't he? Um, yes. And then um, what else am I? Yeah, like, what's, who's your favorite artist that you're listening to? Like, what albums are you personally, like, listening to iTunes. on your leisure? Yeah. I think the, the, last, the last one that I listened to, like, all the way through is Action Bronson's mm-hmm. album. Okay. Um, the newest one. Um, yeah. He's, like, I think he's one of my favorite rappers. I just Fire. love listening to him. Nice. It's just have, it's so much fun. And the beats are, like, those 
you know, it's funny because I say, like, don't sample in the shit that you send me. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like, I love, the, the, I love those beats that, you know, have those warm samples in them and those jazz samples mm -hmm. and like you know uh, that i really love listening to that personally yeah. so yeah um um uh what else has been daniel caesar love um, him love you know, him. really love his record so good um and you know i don't know like there's there's just so much good stuff that yeah. it's like i have a hard time anderson pock of course yeah, yeah. Of course. can't get enough of um, there's this girl, H-E-R, H-E-R, oh. yeah, um, oh, sorry, yeah, 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 she's fine, her's great, uh, album is just amazing, right. um, I'm, I'm just like scrolling through my Spotify right now, <laughs> <laughs> yo, type me in, <laughs> yeah, listen to Glam, <laughs> oh no, I'm not playing, exactly, <laughs> no, you should, I yeah, think. no, you gotta send me the music, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm waiting, yeah, Kier, well, and that's, an, that's another thing for me, oh. like, just to, one last thing as far as like sending me music or pitching mm -hmm. me music um like i need the files right. to like work with the music so like people send me soundcloud links or spotify links and to listen to it which is great and obviously i can listen to it that way but if i want it for something i need the actual file yeah, so i can send it to my it. editors yeah. and my producers and share it with them and then they can take it and cut it into the episode and edit it so it fits into the scenes and all that mm -hmm. so it's just another tip that like if you're gonna submit music, submit it in a way where I can listen and download it. Yes. Mm. So you guys heard it. Get your MP3s right. Get a crack it. No sending fucking. And and stands. tag your information on it too because yeah. I get so much music. Like if your artist name or your phone number or something is not in there, yeah. I may lose it and not know where it came from. It can't be. Yeah. Don't send track zero one <laughs> underscore yeah. version <laughs> six final <laughs> final like dot MP3. <laughs> Don't AIF. Do yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't do the dot yeah. AIF. <laughs> oh God, no. Um Kier, man, we appreciate your your time. Hell yeah. Um man, uh really really, really awesome stuff. Um yeah. looking forward to all the projects you're working on, especially Definitely. Insecure and yeah. all the other shit. Sounds yeah. so cool. Um and Thank keep, you keep doing your thing, man. This the music is amazing and Man, just such an awesome, awesome, inspiring yeah, convo. It, yeah, it definitely is gonna make me kind of look at TV, a little different, and film a little Start different. Start paying, you know, paying yeah. attention more to the music mm -hmm. and the selection, and wondering why that song and not this song. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, definitely yeah. gonna go now. Yeah. Pay attention yeah. to see. I got one more for you. <laughs> one more time, baby. There you go. And <laughs> if, you're, if you're in New York, and you know we're gonna do Black of Crap, you can come join us in person. Man. We'll do Black of Crap. Yeah, that'll awesome. be fun. That'll be um, fun. We'll do that. Thank you, guys. It's been fun talking with you. Thank awesome. You Thank man. You Have a good day, man. Yeah, we'll talk soon, on. man. Later. Thank you, guys. Peace. All right. Bye-bye. Right. Let's give a round of applause for Kier. Um, really, really, uh, really cool, man. I mean, listen, he pretty much just broke it down for you guys. Like, don't use samples. Get to the music libraries. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he gave you two companies. Two companies. To look up. All mm -hmm. of you guys should have wrote that down. Mm -hmm. um, get to those uh, companies and um, agents. Yep. Get the agents. Huge. There's agents out there. And tweet, but don't spam. Tweet. tweet don't spam. Please. And um, that's and make how you sure do you it. have the session ready to go. So if he wants it, or just put it in the actual email, so it's yeah. there, easy for him to just download it, like you said. Yeah. It just yeah. confirms everything that we just said about. Uh, relationship yep. so 100%. get to know these guys get to know the agents get your music ready and that's that's a good start all day relationships yeah. relationships we talk about it all the time and that's, that's so it true man that's it 
Should we jump into this black or crap? Alright, guys, we're about to do black or crap. Oh, 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 one more time. One more time. <laughs> Alright, so let's jump right in. We'll do a couple minutes of this. Yep. We'll do we'll do some submissions here. Let's see what we have. All right, so guys, listen up. We're about to do blap or crap. Um, this is what we're going to do in this segment here. Basically, we're going to listen to your beat submissions by in randomly, by the way, super randomly. Um, we're going to go to this website that we uh, created called beatthread.com, B-E-A-T-T-H-R-E-A-D.com. So we're going to go to beatthread.com and we're going to listen to your beat. Now, if you're a producer and you want to submit for this segment, what you need to do is go to beatthread.com and sign up, which is totally free. And you're going to upload your beat on the platform, kind of like SoundCloud. And um, you're going to hashtag blap or crap when you submit and um we're going to choose your beat at random and uh listen to your beat if we like the beat we're going to give you a blap and if we don't we'll give you a crap and we'll try our best to give you constructive uh criticism and not destructive but uh most of the time it's um destructive which is pretty uh fucked up but a lot of fun all right blapper crap our first submission is by you guys are gonna love this go you guys are gonna love this ready go. our first Hell submission yes. our first submission it's only right our first submission is by chocolate thunder oh hell wow. yeah <laughs> no are you serious chocolate thunder here we go let's all do right it. let's go here we go let's see if you got that thunder chocolate better lay it down pause Damn, I didn't pause that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounding like chocolate so far, bro. Chocolate, there was, it was supposed to be thunder no in that thunder, part. Though. There, it was chocolate sprinkles. No, there was no, there, there's the chocolate, <laughs> chocolate that mist. farting yeah. sound. It was chocolate Fuck mist. Off. That's what it was. All right, uh, I was gonna say chocolate showers, but no, yeah, chocolate, <laughs> mist. chocolate showers, wow. chocolate showers. Oh, yeah, and that's I would gonna take be a chocolate shower. That's gonna be a crap for me. That's it's gonna be a crap and for me, that's it. That's and crap. that's all I got to say. Crap. I think it has potential. <laughs> cringe. Everybody cringe. Uh, I did that's for glam. Uh, cringy. Bruh, 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 bruh. So ugly. Potent. All right. All right. Yeah, man. Listen, we got to crap all around. I just think, like, I did like the way it started. Like, I thought it was going to go somewhere interesting and never did. So. Yeah, I feel like the bass came in at a weird. Anywhere. I feel yeah. like the bass came in at a weird point and the bass wasn't even that good. Yeah. yeah. And it just. 
I don't know. I, I think like the tempo was a little too slow mm-hmm. for that. It could have been a little quicker. It was kind of lagging, and I don't know. It just didn't go anywhere at all. Yeah. And then when the drop, when you were like four, three, two, and the drop came, it literally <laughs> there was no dropped. Drop. Like yeah. all the sounds came out, yeah. and there was nothing. So. It was a yeah. Play with drop. that sample a little more, if anything. Um, and if you want to keep that four, four part happening, gotta yeah. make that kick a lot more like present. Yeah. So. Other than more, that, and boost the I, sounds too, because yeah, everything did sound everything. a little low. It sounds unfinished. I think yeah. you have mm-hmm. to go back in there. You might have to take out everything you had and start with the sample completely. Yeah. In, in my True. opinion, and there True. was really no structure. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It was just True. like a run-on kind of like loop with every, yeah. all the instruments still like intact throughout the whole thing. So yeah. try to yeah. take some stuff out in you know different parts of the track. Yeah. Yo, and you yeah, might you might want to think about changing your name. No, man. I like that name. You I like mean, Chocolate the, Thunder? Yeah, was I could more, agree with but the Alex. Beat, I'm the not beats feeling that. Nah, <laughs> chocolate Thunder? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ever say that. Ever. No, the beat for me, if the beat was actual Chocolate Thunder, then it would be appropriate. It was more like strawberry it was like rain. Sherbert. I told Sherbert, you. Soft ice cream. <laughs> Sherbert. <laughs> I told you it was chocolate mist. Yeah. Yeah. All right. no, chocolate anyway. mist. Oh, chocolate mist. There you go. That's Our it. next submission is by Baxter Beats. Here we All go. Right. Let's do Here it. Here we go. Oh my God. Push it back. Yeah. Yeah. Push it. I just pictured a thug ass eagle the whole time. Oh, like man. an eagle? Yeah, like I don't know. I like a crow. I like a crow. Yeah, like the crow in Game of Thrones. That's maybe. a crap. Mm. It's a crap. It's a crap. It's all right. crap. 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 Crap all around. Yeah, crap. It had all like around. a a certain type of cool vibe and groove. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was too repetitive. It stood mm-hmm. there, and I feel like I agree with Glam. That sample was a little too obnoxious. <laughs> Needs to low it down and like add some reverb to it. Push it back. Like you know, never so in the track. Often, yeah, it was just yeah. way too in your face. Especially being that it was repetitive too. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? It just became a little much. Damn. Okay. Damn. Damn. Okay. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That Brum. was like a really death written. That was a like, bad put on. Doomed ass damn. That's like that's no. for the C- that's the CSI shit. Yeah. <laughs> speaking yeah. of, uh, oh, I thought it said DJ Alien, but it wasn't. Yeah. I was gonna say speaking bad. of CSI, which has nothing to do with CSI anyway. Let's this go. is DJ Allen, twenty three, okay. and this song is called Dungeon Drummer. All right, let's do it. Okay. Dungeon drum. It's not it. Tell you right now. (laughs) Come on. I can tell right. Where's the beat? Let it come in. It's not it. Told you. (laughs) Wait, do that, do that. (laughs) Told you. Come on, girl. No, 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 no
starts rapping, that's how, that's how you know. Sometimes when he spits, it makes the track sound better, though. What are you talking about? Jesus Christ. No sweating. Oh no. I went to the daddy. I went to the daddy. I went to the daddy. Yeah. I'm up daddy. Wow. Yeah. Motherfuckers can't stop. Go. Video games. Kind of like a really thuggish cowboy. But video games. Thug rodeo. This sounds like. <laughs> Never. Damn. <laughs> um, That's a crap for crap me. All around. I wasn't. I wasn't mad at like the three count. You know what I mean. You can get I a good was. verse. That sounds like fucking. That sounds like Bazinga. the creep squad is coming out from the club about to meet somebody. Yeah. Loving hip hop shit, real creep. Yes. Just loving hip hop. That was some creep squad. Next to go all mad. Like yeah. Cisco mad at Rich. All right. All right. Craps you know all what? We need to like scroll all the way to the bottom, or that's what I did. Man, yeah. what's I'm doing up it. with I'm, y'all? I'm, I'm, I'm randomizing this. All right, our next submission is by Bonfield. Bonfield, here we go. Yeah, I just want to hear Drake's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Face like this. That's the mood. What the fuck? <laughs> crap, 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 crap. Yeah, yeah. that around. snare was um, terrible, and that clap I was not a fan of. It is yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't mad at like the intro. Like, I like yeah, the piano. No, the, I like the, the intro piano. was real promising. It. I felt like it was ha- it was like not even cl- it was like halfway done to track mm. to me. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the piano, I was like, okay, this might be something. Then the B came in. It was boring, right? And yeah. it was boring as fuck. But I was like, all right. That was like, if they if they add a, if they add another texture, right? Like two four bars yeah. in, like add something. No, I was waiting for snare. more, sh- and it just didn't yeah. happen. That snare was too ugly. Yeah, that snare was whack was as ugly. fuck. Was I'm not even gonna lie. You got you got perfection all riled up. You got perfection all riled up. Damn, I like that side. I like this side of perfection. Oh man. Listen, but keep keep Damn, keep working homie. though. Keep working, Damn. you know, keep making more beats. Keep trying to get better. No, oh, no, no. Man. I didn't Bonfield. even mean to say it like that. You yeah. guys made it worse in <laughs> Preach's face. Bonfield, Bonfield no, might I be like, in a sense, like, like six no, four. Real shit. Real shit. Let's get serious. I wasn't mad at the beat either, but yeah. the snare, it was whack. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, that's exactly okay. what you said the first time, okay. and we all we all. Okay, wow. let's go. Ne- next submission. Oh, next submission. Oh, I got right. a point now. I got a point to make. Yeah. Oh shit! What was whack Relax. about the snare? <sighs> I mean it in the sense of like I kind of fucked with the idea, but <laughs> <laughs> it was still whack as fuck. <laughs> Wait, okay, no, we're just gonna guys, move on. No, 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 no you no, gotta kill me. The snare was whack no, as fuck. I don't want to sound like oh, an asshole. No, no, it's you okay. Don't. It was an cool, no, it was a cool vibe. I, I just blurted that out. <laughs> it was funny, no, it was but a vibe. it was natural. It was honest. I did, yeah, no, no, the reason why is because I kind of really <clears throat> I fucked with something about the beat I think the BPM was a little too slow yeah fast and every time the snare came in I'm like like it just killed it like it's just the wrong wrong snare for that um, and then I think the clap too was a little I wasn't a fan of that yeah, and, was, and it is kind of empty yeah, yeah especially like yeah. at that too BPM and too much space yeah, yeah it yeah. just makes it too open but it was whack as fuck yeah <laughs> I would say yeah change that snare but yeah I think he could, he could play Yo, with it Josh, a bit make sure you get this clip no man specifically. you know what kill the preacher's face was like, yeah. Yeah. like I just blurted that out he sounded like it was him like, yeah. like he submitted the beat like, like what's wrong with yeah, my me. snare I just, yeah I just blurted that out but it was because every time like i uh, heard the snare i'm like oh, this is killing yeah. the track it's really killing the track it's, it's loud it's honestly if homie replaces the snare and mm-hmm. then and then speeds it up like yeah, five yeah. six bpm for sure it and would have a, a little more it. It yeah and add another texture yep. too mm-hmm. yeah and then add another texture sure. yes you know? i agree with that then so. it would really be chocolate thunder <laughs> I, agree. I, I, I agree yeah for sure Boom, Alright, our next submission is by Dark Soul. <laughs> the actual the picture on the profile here is actually um Stormtroopers. Stormtroopers oh. from Star Wars. Oh I hope God. I hope this is good. Whoever this is is like in like somewhere in like 1999. Yeah, it was yeah. a little dated. Yeah, it was dated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like LL Cool J could have rocked on it. Like, right. You know, yeah. back in like doing it well yes. days. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I mean it definitely made us dance, but it was dated. Yeah. I didn't. You were just hard to shake it. Come Come closer to the camera. Come with me. Come with me. Come with me, me, camera. Come with me to my journey. And you can't go, but come. You can't come though. Pause. Um, (laughs) Yeah, crap. I mean, just dated. Nothing really more to say. I wasn't mad at the snares though. The snares were were hitting. 
snare was that snare was crispy as snare. That was a good snare. That was a good snare. Crispy ass snare is shit. Snare was here. Snare was popping. No, that was a good snare. Yeah. She's all modest and that type. No, that was a good snare. A good or bad snare makes a difference. It really does. A good or bad fucking snare makes a difference, man. Because no. you could have all your drums intact, listen, but once that snare drops, man. Listen, Bonfield, you need to um, grab that snare from that last from Dark Soul. Dark or Soul. Or submit that to some porn. Mm-hmm. Dark Soul, like, give uh, that snare super to Bonfield. Music supervisor for pornos. I think that'll do well. There in you that go. Field. That's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's, there's, do they even do that? Yeah, do they do I think that? they do. Yeah, there's a budget for yeah, that. There's definitely a budget for, for that. Porn? Yeah, yeah yep. for sure. Yeah, that gave me like a porno. That's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. We're gonna look into that. I don't really there's watch a, home a lot for of that. porn, so we're gonna look yeah. into that. There's a home me neither. It just gave me that vibe, you know. Yeah. Right. Porn, porn, right. Porn music sure. is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So our last submission for today is by wow. Game Game Six. Yo, we have had no fucking blabs this episode. We haven't. We might Listen, have. Guys, we might have one right here. Are it's we? dry. It's dry right now. Here Let's we see. go. Game six. Game Let's six. go. Let's go. It's game six right now. Bottom of the ninth. Please, somebody come through. Bottom of the ninth. Base is loaded. 4-0. Are you going to tie it? 3-2. and two. Are you going to lose? Two outs. We don't even have one yet, though. Bottom of the ninth. This one has potential. <clears throat> Until you said that. <laughs> Ready, go. You're a legend in the city. <laughs> That's not me. Creative. Creative intro. <clears throat> right, come on, come on, come on. I feel on. like I'm in karaoke right now. honest with you with the right top line on there that can be kind of cool it's cool but i don't i still don't like it it's not a good beat (laughs) yeah (laughs) damn i don't don't think the programming why did you go from with the right top line I but don't like no, that but shit. No, but actually. The, actual, the beat's not good. But, um, but if, if, right. if you had someone with a good pen in there, then they can formulate an idea and then you can switch the beat up. Because people delete can't the do beat the, and you could replay. write the hell out of a song. You could write, yeah, because right. those yeah. chords are, are very, yep. you know, very like. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, you give it to me over somebody. Yeah, I mean, so you know smashes I mean? are written, so like someone smashes with a good top written. line can go in there and kill it. They written yeah. as a fact, but yeah, it's still written. a crap. They written. Still, yeah, still a crap. This is a Atlas said they was written. written. This is gonna be our walkout music. For today. No, this right, cannot so. be my exit music. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> no, it's been real. This is a song you got just after you 
lost it. This is when you get sent home. How did we get no blaps on episode 50? Uh, it is just it's what it is. It's because yeah. it's blap chat. It's just and you know they're still learning. Is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm gonna spare y'all, but not nah, really. But listen, guys, I need a blab, man. <clears throat> this is what you do, guys. Blab. You know I understand because Bthread really is a, a forum where you could you po- post your shit and then like you're unsure about mm-hmm. certain things, so you're not really posting your heat. I get it, but guys, start posting some heat. So if you want to be considered for this segment, go to beatthread.com to submit for blapper crap. You're gonna join. You're gonna sign up. It's completely free to sign up on the website. And um, you're gonna upload your tracks and make sure you hashtag blap or crap, one word. When you upload your track, you're gonna hashtag blap or crap. And um, we'll get it going like that and we'll possibly choose you uh, at random for our next mm-hmm. episode. So, man, this was episode, we gotta turn that beat Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we still so, exactly. We'll oh see you all next week. No, um, <laughs> that was episode 50. Shout to mm-hmm. Kier uh, yep. Lehman for uh, joining us today. And, and if you guys haven't seen Insecure yet, <laughs> go watch Insecure. Yeah. Really amazing show. Um, and this was great. We, uh, we're out of here. We're out of here. Next, next week, week okay. gonna be. Next gonna week be, is gonna, gonna be, be someone special. Oh yeah. Episode fifty one. Young young boy. Yep, yep. We got you, 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 well you'll see next week. You guys will okay. see next week. Um so we're out of here. We'll see y'all next week. Blab chat. Peace. Bye. Make sure you subscribe to us. Okay? Don't Balls. be a dick. And check out my new beat that I just dropped on SoundCloud today. Soundcloud.com forward slash perfection production. Perfection productions. You guys are fucked. Those snares are you guys oxygen out right now. The snares are on point. Perfection productions. Hit it up.